All right, folks, it is Suspect Picks. Welcome, welcome. Hope everybody's staying safe, staying strong, staying positive. Today, I'm doing a breakdown of uh, UFC San Antonio. Is Can someone tell me, is Mini T alive? <laughs> man, the referees, boy, Friday. Man. Friday, boy. March the 24th was insane. Pure violence across the board. You guys got to check out these other promotions. But yeah, I got one listener question today and it pertains to suspect picks. Let's get right into it. Hey, MMA by Milliken. It's the MMA Catfish. Yo, man. Uh, Holly Holmes versus Yana Santos. My suspect pick here is underdog money on Yana Santos. Uh, and I threw down that in a parlay with Nate Landwehr. Um, I wanted to put Yana Santos along with Macy Barber because there's no way that Nazi-loving KGB Andrea Lee wins that fight. But May fight night, I think it's actually a pretty good card, even if a person watches it later. Not necessarily appointment viewing, but there's some good names on this. What do you got, man? What do you think? I'm out. F-M-P. Yeah, Catfish, great stuff. Great stuff. Of course, that's MMA Catfish. He's been doing good with his suspect. Team Suspect Picks out here. And his suspect. I love your uh, suspect picks. Yana Kudak. I'm, you know. Well, you know. <laughs> you know. You, you know I'm rooting for Yana. <laughs> you know who I'm rooting for. Oh, boy, I'm so tired of this geezer, Holly Holmes. She got to step up. She got a new contract. Now, will the kind of new contract trend continue? Because we saw Jessica Andrade, she got a new contract, lost her fight pretty badly. Will the same thing happen with Holly Holm? I think it's absolutely possible. Holly Holm right now, uh, actually coming, she actually comes, a lot of people don't know, but she actually comes from Bellator. Well, I want to say comes from Bellator. She hasn't been, you know, since the one fight, but still. IKF amateur interim champ. She is a former LFA or legacy FC. Sorry. Legacy FC. I I always say that. I hate that. Okay. It's legacy FC. Damn it. Women's Bantamweight champion going up against former Invicta Bantamweight champion. Ranked at number six is Gianna Santos. Holly Holm is holding it down. In the uh, fourth spot in the Bantamweight division after she lost to uh, Caitlin Vieira. Well, number three spot, they moved Caitlin down. Uh, why? Why? Damn, Megan Anderson. God. He's damn right. I know, I know. People are like that. Why you keep paying attention to rankings? I know, I know. I need to stop. So, um, and of course, uh, Yana is a former Taekwondo champion. So I think that will help her and Muay Thai as well over in Russia. I think a lot of that, um, she has, she definitely is a good underdog pick. She's a plus 200. That is, she is definitely, um, we got 14 and 6 going up against 14 and 6 with the ladies. And you know, I love starting out with the ladies. And, uh, yeah, and Andrea Lee, what, what, like with Andrea Lee over in, because most of the time, you know, if you listen to the podcast over the years, you know, pretty much if Andrea Lee is fighting, I pretty much repeat the same thing in that, yeah, nine times out of 10, 
she should win her fight. She has the skill sets to win some of these matchups. This one, no different. She has the skill set to take out Macy Barber, but that low fight IQ, she has coaches that are absolute morons. I don't think she's going to win any more fights. 13 and 6 going up against 11 and 2. Andrea Lee, also formerly from Invicta, like Kiana Santos. You know, I love me. You know, that's one of my favorite promotions. Andrea Lee trending at the plus 225 spot. Macy Barber out of LFA, 11-2, as I said, minus 286 uh, right now. And with this, yeah, I'm definitely. Um, and then Nate the Train, my man. <laughs> my man catfish that's right boy nate the train and he is trending he is 16 and 4 he's trending at a minus 220 favorite while austin lingo 9 and 1 out of lfa as well plus this is pretty much lfa um another lfa contender series what is you know would have been a more a sprinkle of invicta but we lost a couple of fights but yeah this is pretty much the lfa uh Dana White Contender Series Bellator Fest. <laughs> so, thank you, Catfish, for your um for your contribution, man. It's always appreciated, man. I love it. I love it. Me, I'm going to go my my official pick. Definitely going to sprinkle. Definitely going to sprinkle some change on Yana. Absolutely. But my official pick is going to be uh, Holly Holm. I think uh, when they hug each other, when they engage in the clinch fest. Holly will finally actually grapple because that's what she needs to do from here on out. Her, I, I just because when she strikes, it's not actually boxing. The thing about Hollywood boxing, being a former boxer, boxer, I, I really didn't like her style as a boxer. She was actually kind of flat-footed as a boxer, and I think that translated. And that, not I think I know that. And that when you look at her kickboxing stance, it's actually horrible. Is you know like any contemporary kickboxer would light Holly up. She. She's too slow nowadays, and but I never, never, you know, like versus a grappler, yeah, she'll style on her like she did Ronda Rousey. But any actually, she was piecing up Misha Tay also against a grappler. Yeah, she's great. But as we saw, like in that fight with Caitlin Vieta, anyone who has like any kind of like contemporary kickboxing is going to, you know, make Holly look stupid. Like so, yeah, um, I Yana is a good suspect pick, absolutely. Um, Andrea Lee, and like what I say about Andrea Lee, she should. She has what it takes to win her fights. Uh, she's in Victor and LFA. She's a former LFA women's flyweight champion, former Ascend Combat Amateur champion, is uh, the racist known as Andrea. I'm sorry, I got to throw that in there. I'm like, man, Catfish, but guess what? She's facing a racist too, and Macy Barber. It was a second degree, black, second degree black belt in karate. I have my doubts about that purple belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I mean, out of Ryan, uh, Ryron Gracie. But, I mean, you know, I have my issues with Gracie jiu-jitsu. I, I mean, I know what you're thinking. Like, because whenever I, I talk, whenever someone does a post where, like, what fighter got you into MMA, my answers are the same, always the same as, course, Gracie. And I love Gracie jiu-jitsu, but, yeah, it's, it's, uh, hmm. Anyway, <laughs> and of course, Macy Barber is still talking about. Now, see, my issues with Macy Barber, too, is she keeps talking about a rematch. She is ranked all the way down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, she, 
Oh, so these two rank fighters. So let me let me do the ladies because these are rank fighters. Because we have, uh, and this no no. I think this a uh, side note. I, I know some of these fighters aren't great, and I've said that many times. But a rank fighter should always be in the main card. I'm sorry. They should. I don't care who it is. Even these women right here, they should be in the main card. Period. The rank. Now. <laughs> Andrea Lee's ranked at number 11. Macy Barber's ranked at number 13. Macy Barber keeps talking about, to me, it seems like she's overlooking Andrea Lee. You know, and I think that's a mistake. You know, the the their personal choices in life aside, I just think that that's a mistake. Andrea Lee has what it takes. As I said before, she should be a star in the UFC. And the whole entire screw-up is entirely her fault. A lot of people want to bring you know, Dana's to blame for a lot of things. It is not for, you know, not when it comes to her. Okay. And she's in a, a promotion that's right center. That is borderline far right. It's, you know what I mean? Like it, how can someone blonde hair, blue eyes, not shine in a promotion like UFC rank. It, mm. So the low fight, low IQ is something that I look out for. I know it sounds bizarre. It may sound strange to some folks out there. But inconsistencies, not just with fighting, but just if I find out little things like that, it's a concern. You know, I try to put everything aside. Because Marlon Vera isn't all that nice. You know what I mean? He's pretty racist as damn self. Uh, but I put that aside and I look at what the fighter does. Like with Marlon, he uses that energy to brutalize his opponents. You know, whereas Andrea Lee is just confused. And but sadly, she's around idiots. So I don't have a lot of stock in her. And I think that a parlay for that one with Macy Barber winning would be a KO, to be honest, a TKO or even a submission. She finally puts that Gracie Jiu Jitsu to use. But, yeah, thank you, Catfish. Um, thanks again. And, um, yeah, great picks as always, brother. Uh, my picks on the day, we got Marlon Vera out of tough. 22-7-1 going up against. Corey Sanhagen. And that's a key, very important matchup here because, I mean, at this point, if Corey wins, because I think with Marlon, if he wins, he's ranked at number two or at number three. He's putting that ranking on the line versus dangerous Corey Sanhagen. And he's the underdog in this matchup. Very dangerous fight. Uh, Marlon style, kind of slow pace. Uh, I think that Corey Sanhagen should win via outpointing. Uh, Marlon Vera, but yeah, I'm definitely going to sprinkle some change on Vera. A lot of people have Vera via TKO, and yeah, I believe that that is his. I mean, he might win by decision, but I think that Corey Sanhagen shouldn't take it by decision. But yeah, I'm definitely going to sprinkle some change on the underdogs, Marlon Vera, Yana Santos, and um, Andrea Lee. I'm still thinking about that one because, uh, as you said, Catfish, and I agree, it is highly unlikely that she wins. Macy Barber, she hits hard. She has good, you know, she's young, so she her cardio is there, her um, her pacing. You know, she's just like a lot of young fighters. She comes out and she starts throwing bombs. If she catches you, she will swarm on you, and she maintains that power pretty much throughout the fight. So, you know, that she's, a, she's actually a good um, prospect. Well, I can't say, I hate calling a ranked fighter a prospect, but she is someone definitely keep the flyweight division. Women's flyweight division, again, again, I mean, you know, we don't really care for these fights, but still, 
you know, that, and I, I expect that to be a very interesting fight. Uh, at middleweight, we have Chidi Nchukwane out of LFA. And he is on the Bellator. And, well, he was actually RFA. So he was there from the beginning. Then, you know, he ends up at, uh, and of course, Corey Sanhagen. Did I mention he's LFA alumni? Did I mention that? Yeah, I can't remember if I mentioned it. But yeah, he's a LFA alumni. We had Chidi. It's pretty, pretty much, like I said, it's pretty much LFA fest here. Might as well say an episode of LFA. <laughs> and Bellator for Chidi. I mean, turning into a KO King. Those elbows are vicious. Minus 195 in that matchup. I'm going with the minus 195. That should be a good fight. Albert Durayev. I always get, I'm getting the Russians together. I'm getting it together. It's something about me. I don't know what it is. I know how it's supposed to be pronounced, but it's something about me. Dana White's Contender Series, 15 and 4. Also at flyweight, men's flyweight, Alex Perez. That, you know, I'm about to say, I'm about to say Dana White Contender Series again. 24 and 7 live out of uh, Tachi Palace, CFFC, baby. Hans, uh, hands, hand, hand, yeah, hands for California. Yeah, there we go. And um, he's a plus. No, wait, wait, wait. No, Alex Perez. I'm at flyweight. There we go. Alex Perez. He is a plus one sixty underdog over Manel Capey. Eighteen and six minus two hundred favorite in this matchup out of Rising baby. Come on now. Former Ryzen and Knockout Bantamweight champ, baby. Fellow Scorpio. Yes, indeed. Going with him in this matchup here. That should be fight of the night. Nate the Train, baby. Minus 216 and 4. August. Augustin uh, Austin. Damn. Lingo. 9 and 1. Also out of LFA again. Plus, uh, watch out for that one, though. I think a lot of people are going for um, my official pick is Nate to train, but watch that one with Austin Lingo. He does have a chance in that matchup there. You know, I mean, you know, Nate, you know, I like how I like his uh, forward pressure. That's why they call him the train. But, you know, it could, it could get him in trouble. You know, we see many times where the, some fighters nowadays, they'll intentionally kind of back up and counter. We'll see what uh, plan Austin has in that matchup there. Also, men's flyweight. We got C.J. Vergara, Dana White Contender Series, and LFA, 10-4-1. He's a minus 250 favorite in this matchup here over Danielle De Silva, Chuto Brazil, 11-4, plus 195 underdog. I'm going with the favorite in that one there. We have Daniel Pinin. And, yeah, like you said, Catfish, these are some very good matchups. Absolutely, brother. These are some very good. That's not a bad fight card at all. A lot of people just sleeping on these fight cards, man. You got to stop sleeping on these fight cards. Straight up. Yeah, stop doing it. Okay, but yeah, we got Daniel Pieta, 27 and 14, Bellator, PFL, plus 215, underdog, Tucker Lutz, 12 and 2, Dana White Contender Series alum. Minus 278 favorite. I'm going with the favorite Tucker Lux in that matchup there. We had Trevin Giles, 15 and 4. He was 
Their numbers are pretty much dead even over Preston Parsons at a Titan FC 10 and 3 on the day, going with Trevin uh, Giles there. I think that's one of I think that might be end up being a bad pick, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Featherweight, the fight I was actually looking forward to was Haley Cowan. Haley Cowan, when I saw her training as an underdog, I mean Tamara Tamara's Vidal, LFA seven and one, uh, both of them out of LFA, and uh, Haley Cowan had a stint in uh, Invicta seven two versus seven seven one. Of course, Haley, y'all may have seen her out of Dana White's Contender Series. She was actually going to be my suspect pick, my suspect of suspect picks on the night. Uh, when I saw her train as an underdog, I mean, Vidal would probably beat the hell out, probably would have beat the hell out of her. Kelly apparently had, uh, Haley probably apparently has a new fight booked. Uh, no doubt, you know, there was a big deal for Vidal to get from Brazil into the States. Man, you can't, you know, these fighters can't be, you know, it's like, look, anyway. The thing about Haley, though, when I see inconsistencies, I mean, again, illnesses can happen. Maybe it's something out of her control, but I wonder if it has anything to do with weight cutting. When I see certain issues and, and constant issues and inconsistencies, I start getting concerned, especially when a person isn't extremely young, like Azuki Harata over at one championship. When I see issues like weight cutting and it's constant and finally someone stands up to her like Hom did, Okay, you know, you got to come in here and make weight. We're not doing this. You're missing weight plus your grappler. But when I see inconsistencies like that, especially when it's boring, what it seems like maybe some cheating is going involved, where you want to come in heavy and be a weight bully, it means you're not confident, truly confident in in your technique. You're not focused, things like Just little things like that, like with the Andrea Lee situation. I stopped, you know, investing money in that fighter. You know, that's what I call it. You know, I, I stopped, you know, wasting my time with that. Now, I don't care. People are like, oh, but this fighter, not not these in particular, but just fighters in general. Oh, this fighter is exciting. They even do Bronx. You know, weight issues is like, okay, you had to, you spent your career and you had to move up a weight. And now you're in the lightweight. Now you had to move up again because you really can't stay consistent with the weight cutting. It's like, what's going on, man? Something's going on mentally there. So, again, like I said, I had a variety of reasons of, picking against him yeah he's a favorite of mine but i picked against him last go around uh i'm debating on whether or not to pick him in this fight he should win this next fight with banal but i'm just using that examples like those are the little things that i look for well uh these picks uh steve peterson featherweight bellator dana white contender series and lfa 19 10 minus uh 157 favorite over lucas alexander out of Anthony Pettis, FC1, I'm going with Steve Peterson. The experience should uh, plan out. And um, I think Manel Torres, Dana White Contarian Series over Tracy Trey Ogden, Bellator and LFA. I'm going with Trey Ogden. Um, I'm not sure if that one's still going. I know Broken Walker, that one's off. But, yeah, the one that fight that's every, that everyone's looking at is Vanisca Salvador, a Dana White contender series, 14-4, minus 117. Slight favorite over Victor Altamano. Wait, I had Morano. Damn it, I had his name. <laughs> God, the speech better be. Dana White's contender series and LFA. He is going to be my victor. Is going to be my suspect.
pick suspect or suspect picks on the day. Yep, it is going to probably be a short card, and we don't even know if they're going to even make it here. We'll see what happens. Yeah, it's a short episode today. I mean, a lot of fights fell out. Uh, they lost a bunch of fights on this fight card. And actually, um, over at yeah, LFA 155, nine fights were... Now, I had to take a look at that again because I think some fights would just simply change. But nine fights, nine official fights were canceled. Yeah, and, and even at um, one championship, there was a lot of struggling going on with the weight, you know, making the weight. Now, I think in some instances, the fighters just need... Now, some, and that's what I want to say about the weight missing. Now, something like I said, Zuka Harata, come on, five foot two? I mean, I don't I don't know what you... You know what I mean? Like, it's not fair. It's not fair because, I mean, five foot two, that's pretty much just going to Andrade, who fought at band weight. But she struggled, though. She did well at times, but she struggled. And that's why she cut down. Um, you know, it's something like even with her cutting down, I know that's a painful weight cut for Andrade. She's going to go back to straw weight. I know that's a painful cut and she would rather be at least in uh, fly weight. But, you know, when sometimes it's, it's a shame because some of these divisions are just massive now. Like I think about men's light heavyweight. Those dudes are massive. Like people ask, always say, well, what would the fighters from back in the day have done with the fighters? Um, you know, uh, right now, like uh, Chuck Liddell, and you know, I said this before. I think they would get. I think the fighters from back in the day would get trashed. I think they would get brutalized because these dudes are entirely too big. These fighters and and UFC in particular, those fighters are massive. When people talk about crossovers, I just shake my head. Like I don't think it's going to work for the most part. Entirely too big over there. And people say, well, what if you had the atom weight division, things like that? Those fighters would just cut down. They would just starve themselves and cut down and beat the hell out of those fighters that are actually supposed to be in that division. That's what would happen. You know, like, there's a couple who are in the UFC right now who did that very same thing. Struggled to make Adam weight, but cut down to have, you know, an unfair advantage. I hate to say that, but that was the case. And, yeah, it's just too big. Like, 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 um, Michelle Waterson is probably stronger, physically stronger than a lot of women that are over at one championship, even if they are juiced. Like, believe it or not, you know what I mean? Like, that, they, she would actually, even now, she might be a bad matchup for some of those women over there. Like, Azuka Harada, Michelle can wrestle. She can wrestle now. You know what I mean? That's actually better. She's actually better at that, from, in most people's opinion, than um, her striking. Yeah, man, like even her, like I couldn't imagine someone like Lamos. <laughs> Lamos is five foot six. Are you kidding me? She's, she shouldn't even be in straw weight. But when you a certain size, I mean, in some cases, like, and I try not to trash too many fighters. My point is I try not to trash too many fighters with things like weight cutting because a lot of times the fight, the, the, the um, promotions need more divisions. A lot of times it is like, no, it's not really the fighter's fault. Y'all, you know, these these companies need more divisions, and they do. Um, but, yeah, a lot of times it's just an inconsistency with the fighter or they're trying to cheat or whatever the case may be. But, um, but yeah, a lot, why a lot of these fights, you know, they're getting cut. Um, a lot of them were struggling at one championship, and, like I said, a lot of these fights were canceled for a variety of different reasons. But, yeah. Well, anyway, I'm going to close it out here. And we got that's 
UFC suspect picks for UFC San Antonio. All right, party people, that is it. That is it. Thank you for joining me today. Yep, just suspect picks. Remember, um, if you have a question that didn't necessarily pertain to this upcoming fight card, I will gladly answer it on Recaps and Repent. Still working on a name for that one, for that show. But yes, I'm separating the shows, so don't worry. You can always continue sending in listening questions. You got Instagram, you have Twitter, you can write them down, send them in, hit me up in the DMs. If you are following each other and we're mutuals, on Instagram, you just go over, send the, you know, before you send a DM right there where you write your comment, there's a little microphone icon or a symbol. Press and hold that talking to your phone and you can send an audio, audio message that I can read on the podcast or, you know, have played on the podcast. And of course, you can, um, I'll post the anchor link for recaps and you can send your question in there i'm also working on a way with other ways where you guys can send any questions but you have twitter you have instagram through the dms um you can always comment uh when i post uh you can always comment on the feed as well but yeah you can ask questions anytime don't forget check out the leg show of beautiful women listed daily don't forget to check out the leg show i am at hassan milliken on both instagram and twitter if you want to get to know me on my personal account and that is it i hope everyone enjoys the fight day fight week hope everyone stays safe stay strong stay positive <laughs>